Okay, here we are, and now we're going to talk about parenting and the absolute black abyss of insanity that it really, really is. Especially with a three-year-old. You know, and honestly, I think that the insanity is every age. It's Every age has its, you know, good and bad. Um, Annie and I have debated, um, you know, our favorite times in the first three years of Sammy's life, and thus far my favorite was probably, like, one month old to about nine months old because he just didn't, like, really do much. Um, ever since then, once he started crawling and walking and talking, it's just, you know, it's like, holy hell. But then back then, though, we also were like, oh, I can't wait for him to talk and have a personality, and now he has that, and that's kind of what I'm battling today. How about you, Annie? Um, I think for me, the the most challenging part is just how I deal with him and how I negotiate him and his three-year-oldness because yeah he's walking he's talking he he actually is super articulate with his talking I would say for a three-year-old which is good and bad which is really cool except that he doesn't have the intellectual level of understanding to to actually have a conversation to to match that so it's like it's kind of kind of messes with your head a little bit here's this kid that'll say um hey dad will you come join me in my room to play Mm -hmm. and then if you say just a minute, thinking, oh, we're, we're having a relatively educated conversation, just a minute, let me finish what I'm doing. And then three seconds later, he says, hey, dad, would you like to join me in my room to play? And then six and seconds then, later again, and then four seconds later And then later you're again. like, I, but I just said. And so then you find yourself like frustrated with the situation. But so it's, it's basically he, he knows smart words, but he doesn't really know the definition behind a lot of them. So if you if so he, he hard, can say, come yeah. join me and play in my room, which is cute and sounds smart, but then you say, well, give me a minute. He doesn't have a concept of time. He doesn't have a concept of, well, what do you mean you have to work? I don't understand what that is. I don't understand. I, I had a debate with him a couple weeks ago. I said, um, he said something about his room, and I said, well, actually, it's my room. It's me and your mom's room. And he goes, no, it's my room. I said, well, no, it's me and your mom pay the bills. We pay the mortgage. And he goes, no, I pay the mortgage. And I was like, what? Like, that's awesome. When did you start doing that? That's terrific. But clearly, I mean, those are the frustrations in communicating with a three-year-old or yeah. a two-year-old. or And I don't know when the hell this is going to end. Is it going to be five years old when this is like... Or 27 years old? Yeah, I don't know. I just, for me, so for me, the the trick is um keeping myself calm and not letting myself get caught up in the frustration of it because that getting frustrated with it does definitely does not help well i mean Um, don't you find that it i mean getting frustrated simply escalates escalates it a little bit for him because if you get frustrated obviously then he gets frustrated or sad or angry but then that that inner turmoil kind of like turns like rears its ugly head kind of thing where it's now all of a sudden your afternoon is ruined or this is ruined or that's ruined and now your you know happy-go-lucky nature is now pissed off and yeah well and for me it makes me feel like when I find myself getting caught up in it um you know and I have some days are super great and easy and things flow and stuff happens and other days are just for whatever just a challenge and I find myself getting caught up in that and it's like I feel like a bad mom. I feel like a a mean person. I feel, you know, all these things. I start kind of beating myself up. And then it's like, okay, you know what? Wait, I'm just a human trying to figure this out and learn. It's those moments where you kind of, you, you kind of start feeling like, God, I'm being really hard on myself. And so you grab the reins and pull that, pull that pony back from the edge because, you know, it, that can be dangerous too, because 
if you start going too too much to the wow I'm a horrible person I'm a bad mom I'm a bad dad whatever that can also lead that can also lead to bad parenting too and you're giving in too much and you're and you're you know you're not on top of things um, right so I think it's it's a fine line but uh, I don't know it is it's the I, I, what I say about parenting constantly is it is the best and worst thing that was that a B yeah well dang it I got it it's um, under control. Parenting, becoming a parent, having a child is the best and worst thing you can ever do in your life. I mean, and, and I'll, I'll at three years in, I haven't backed away from that statement. Um, but it's, uh, you know, you get the cute side too. Like I had to go to the chiropractor today, and after I leave, Annie, I told him I was going to the chiropractor, and Annie texts me and says, um, Sammy said, is dad going to go ride a tractor? <laughs> and so Proctor, Tractor, you know, whatever. He, well, and he calls Wonder Woman Wonder Melon. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, and I get it too. There's melons. I get it. I mean, but it's, I mean, so there's all the cute, funny parts of it that make you go, I'm so glad we did this. And then there's the times where, is the sports club open yet? Is the sports club open yet? Is the sports club open yet? Is, and it's like, okay. Well, where's... you sit there and you, <laughs> so then you spend five minutes going, okay, dude. Let me explain to you why this is frustrating because you just asked me that and I answered you and back to the concept of time or lack thereof any understanding of the concept of time. He does not understand that the sports club opens in 15 minutes and then mom will say, hey, guy, it's ready. It's time. Let's go. And and we're going to go like he he doesn't grasp that he can just chill until mom says it's time to go. He well, because there's like, no time to chill. Yeah, he just needs to ask, it's and now. then he needs it's, to ask again, and then he needs to ask. And he does the same thing to you when it's making breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and he'll go, oh, I'm hungry, and I'll say, oh, okay, I'm going to go make you some food. And then he goes and sits down at his table, and the minute he sits down, is my is my dinner ready yet? Is my breakfast ready yet? And then 20 seconds later, is my is my dinner ready yet? And it's like, I'm Sammy, making food takes time. So the time thing is clearly, I think, one of the next big hurdles once he starts grasping that that concept it will be calmer yeah we're gonna work on that yeah. I actually funny side note uh I don't remember who it was uh somebody we came across recently that we were talking to but apparently there's a clock out there mm, yeah that um actually you can set it and that was the um owner of spikes at, at oh, yeah. when we were at barrel Andrea. house okay. yeah uh you can set it for a specific time and it's got a red light and a green light. And so when it hits the specific time, then the light turns green and the kid can do said thing. So that may be something we I would like go, yeah, look into it. I mean, that could be an interesting thing because, I mean, as of right now, it's kind of, I mean, we don't really have anything. We're just waiting for him to get old enough to understand the concept. Meanwhile, when we get frustrated, we end up putting him on timeouts or whatever because we're tired of hearing, you know, is my dinner ready 800 times? So yeah, I don't know. The parenting thing is interesting. Um, it's been, I mean, I feel extremely fortunate that Sammy is our child. He's a great kid, but just because somebody's great doesn't mean that they also piss you off sometimes. Um, and you want to just go hop in your black Toyota Rav Four, <laughs> lock the doors, buckle the seatbelt, put your ha- helmet on, and go 190 miles an hour on the freeway in the opposite direction of him. <laughs> I mean. With yeah. a with a with a Full handle and a handle of vodka, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean that like that's parenting, right? I mean, it's it's um, your mom gave us that thing that says something about um, the minute you have a child, 
it's like basically basically like your heart is forever outside of your chest and so that's the good and the bad of it like you you love something more than you can possibly love anything flip side of that is you can also be pissed off more than you've ever been pissed off or frustrated more than you could because when you love something this much the pendulum swings to the opposite right that so much. It's, it's, yeah. it's you know it you know can be very <clears throat> frustrating but we're doing it we're in the trenches and um it's yeah we have babysitters and stuff and we do all that and you know you go to work one day a week and he's in preschool and we do all the stuff and and it's what I'm noticing is I'm, I'm blown away that I par- I was like home alone with him like four or five days a week for two years. And now I have all these breaks from him. But I'm like, my level of frustration hasn't really like gone it's, down. It's, it's more all like, relative. Let's, That's just, why. let's just get away more. You know, let's get a babysitter <laughs> more. Can we go? Can we go on another trip? I mean, but I don't know. I also know that we I think we take it for granted how good he is. Um, I think that's one of the things with it, too. You know, he's been. Yeah, he's. Pretty much since day one, he's been a great baby. Like, we really can't, like, he's a great sleeper, great eater. He's happy. He's funny. You know, he's, like, he's well, kinda, just pretty good. Like, well, like, why do we feel that way, though? Because, I mean, it typically comes from when we hear other people talk about their children. Yeah. Like, even friends of ours who have kids and have talked about their stories, even if their kids are 20 now, but, like, when their kids were younger. I mean, it's just like, oh, my God, your kids did that? Like, We've never even had to worry about him getting into cabinets in the kitchen. We never put the locks on for, you know. Well, I know, and I wonder, like, so I don't know. It's such, that's part of the thing that kind of blows my mind about this is, um, so, like, why? I mean, why is it that way? And it, it is it something we did? You know, people go, oh, Sammy's so, such a good kid. Oh, you guys are such great parents. And it's like, are we really good parents? Or is it just that he, we absolutely got lucky or, like, somebody out there somewhere knew that we could only handle so much without like completely losing our minds or, you know, I, I don't know. Cause, or was it cause, big ups to God? I'm kidding. No, that don't. Was a joke. Yeah. Sorry. Um, or like, uh, cause I, I did CrossFit while I was pregnant up until about 35 weeks. That's probably why he asked those questions over and over again is because you did CrossFit I mean, for is too that, long. Did that screw him up? Did that make him cooler? Did it make you know, him talk I think it's sooner? A com- I don't know. I think it's know? a combination of everything. I think that it's, you know, luck of the draw kind of a thing. I think it's a combination of what we brought to the table as older parents. I think it's uh, DNA. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it was direct DNA from, you know, you or I, meaning our personalities, but there's so much more DNA behind that. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, was it that? Um, it's you know, just so weird I, I, to me. You know, one one of our theories was, and we talked about it before we were pregnant, after the miscarriage and with Sammy when we were pregnant with Sammy and then after he was here is that I think a big foundation for us is simply that if you raise a child with love and discipline and you know you they're able to be in a home where there's love and laughter and good people um, which we're very thankful to all of our friends. I mean, we have an amazing group of friends here in Paso that are like a huge, huge, huge part of Sammy's life on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. And, you know, the, you know, that's Sammy's family. They're here every day and, um, they've, they're part of, I think what's made him what he is today and how he deals with things, you know, like whether it's, Jeanette or Kelly or Megan and Brock I mean all these different people that are in his life I mean he he adores them and they are having an impact on that too and have since day one 
and because he sees how we are with them and what they provide for us, which is, you know, good friendships, laughter, love, all that stuff. But, um, and now he's getting to experience that as a three-year-old and he's learning more about that every day. He's, they're the, they're consistent, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. I think it's just a big mix, but at the end of the day, it's, we're lucky, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely been one of the, it, it is the strangest, most surreal, coolest, not coolest thing I've ever done in my life. I still feel like some mornings I wake up and think like, that was all a dream. It's, just, st- it's just you and I, let's go travel again. No, you know, it's funny. I still have these thoughts every now and then where I'm just like, like we're at, wow. Like I can't believe we've actually been doing this for three years and we've, we're doing it like we're actually doing okay at it like we we've, we've figured it out we figured st- we haven't figured it all out by any means but we've figured stuff out along the way you know he seems relatively happy and well adjusted like uh we've kept him alive basically <laughs> like for you know he grows and he eats and he like speaks and stuff so it's just weird it's like wow we are i because i I still had that feeling when we went to leave the hospital. Like, are you guys sure we're okay? Like, you sure you want to let us have him and go drive away with him? Like, well, it's, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, even going back to that moment, it was, you know, we drove him home from Twin Cities Hospital and we got home. And then I remember, I think we kind of like, well, you were obviously laying down a lot then, having to sleep and do whatever. But I mean, it was like we'd put him down and then kind of walk away and go, oh, Oh, wait, is he okay? Let's go check on him. Well, it was like, I remember specifically, we came home and we were like, okay, so... Uh, did we, we put him on our we... bed or something? Uh, we laid him somewhere and we basically stood there, looked at him and we're like, what do we do now? Yeah, what do we do? Like, is he going to get up lay, and talk? We either laid him on our bed or I know at one point we laid him in his car seat in the middle of his room and we were like, okay, this is your room. <laughs> well, <and it> was... <laughs> we, just didn't, we were like, okay, what do we do? Now what? What happens now? Yeah, I think we had this expectation. I mean, uh, clearly we were, you know, drunk on Hormones. really odd feelings of bringing this. And C-section drugs. Yeah, well, not me. I mean, I wish. Um, no. That's a nice hummingbird, though. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was weird. I mean, it you know, we get home and it's like, okay, come on, man, stand up and do like a little comedy skit or something. Or, hey, like, go fetch me a beer. I mean, but it was like he didn't listen and... I mean, it, just, yeah, it was just, and now three years later, it's, um, he's still not listening. It's still, <laughs> well, he's listens a lot better than that, but, but I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know the, the surrealness of it all has not worn off. And I don't mean that in necessarily all good ways. I just mean like, holy, like three years later, I still go, holy crap, I have a kid and he's like in there taking a nap right now. And it makes me, I wonder if that's like that part of me that like, maybe I'm a human that shouldn't have had a child because I'm it's still that surreal to me because I know other people where they're like, no, this is my whole life and everything I do is for this and rah, rah, shishkumba kind of stuff. And it's like, I, I, I just can't well, get we were that never. Way. I know there's people that are that way and that's more power to them. That's awesome. But we're, we've never really been that way. Well, like, call I it think what it is. I mean, it's selfishness. Like we like, yeah, we like our life. We like to go out and do things. We like to travel. We like to go have a nice dinner, uh, go drink some wine, hang out with our friends, do all that stuff. And I mean, and a lot of that spontaneously, that's what, where the kid mm-hmm. will get you is the spontaneity of all that disappears. Yeah. And so, and then all the other emotions that go along with it, like, oh, we've had 
Have we um, had too much babysitter time? Stop dodging bullets. A leaf just fell from the oak tree, and I thought it was a wild beast coming to get me, so I jumped, and that made Annie jump. So anyway, that was fun. Go (laughs) ahead, Too bad you couldn't see it. Actually, it's probably better you did it. Um, So just so you guys know, too, if you're still listening, um, we're sitting in our backyard, and um, there's a wind chime in the back, which we think is really pleasant, but you're probably wondering what that might be in the background. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's all very surreal, and... uh, we are looking forward to kind of bringing him our whole idea was like let's we're bringing this kid into our life not necessarily that we're changing our life to suit him which we were sort of sadly mistaken by that well i think we we failed on that at roughly a 40 to 50 percent clip (laughs) we have failed at that but uh i mean i think where you were going though is our goal is that we want to once he gets a little bit older and he can start having memories and enjoyment of his own we want to um, start taking him traveling with us, international travel, because that's a huge deal for me. I think, I mean, obviously it is for you too. Um, so that, I think that will be able, we'll be able to, at that point, start claiming some of our life, um, back again. I feel like we've done a pretty good job though. I mean, we get babysitters and go do stuff together. And then, you know, this year we've been fortunate. We went to Hawaii in January, went to Portland cause you had work up there in March that or was something, March, yeah, and then went to Boston because you had work there. Now the acorns are falling from the oak trees. Um, went to Boston in June, May, June, June, and uh, so I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not. This isn't like a pity party or anything. It's just going back to being selfish. I'm going to call it what it is. I mean, we can definitely be selfish. So that's what it is. And parenting is just a really odd incubator of all that goes on weirdly in the brain I think I mean it's like really like this I don't know it's just like your brain in a petri dish and I don't know just like weird stuff happens well I think what for me what has happened to some degree is you know you can go along in your life and just be whoever you are you know you're you're a person and you're doing your thing and you 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 know you think you're doing well and all that stuff then you meet somebody and you get into a relationship and you realize how much your actions and your behavior affect that other person or, you know, affect the relationship, good or bad. Um, and so you work on that stuff or break up with them, whatever. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, and then you <laughs> then you have a, a child and all of a sudden you start to really see it's like this huge magnifying reflector mirror glass thing that you start seeing your actions, your behaviors, your attitude, your you know, just from whether it's huge, big picture or day to day, just little act actions here and there, facial expressions, terminology, you know, phrases that you use, whatever. Anyway, it's just it, but it's a mind blower. Well, but so just the same way that I said, you can't once you have a child, you start feeling, um, ha- you start having feelings of love greater than you've ever experienced before, but you can also have feelings of frustration greater than you've ever felt before. I think at the same time that happens spouse, you know, spouse to spouse where, you know, there's all those things too. I mean, it's now all of a sudden everything's being magnified. So it's, there's this kid, it's me to you, you to me, us to him. I mean, just everything's magnified. It's, I mean, things are, oh my God, like we have this amazing kid. Look how awesome we are. And then the next minute you're like, why the hell are you doing that? You're so horrible. I mean, you know, I mean, you can have those same, those same huge divides of, love and hate or like and dislike or whatever. I mean, like, just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you're playing poker, you know, it's like 
you know, somebody ups the ante, I mean, it's, it, that's what it is. I mean, it's huge. It's complete magnification of everything that goes on. But prior to having a kid, it's like way more subtle. Yeah. Well, for sure. Cause you can, you know, things are kind of within control, but then for me, for sure, being kind of a, I don't know. I would venture to say maybe I'm a control freak in certain areas. Like I think with very, some things, I like, would say very few. I'm far more of a control freak than you are. I just like to. I just like to feel like I'm in control of certain things, right? Or that I understand. Like I need to understand how things work or why it's that way or whatever it is. And and I would say you're more of a fixator than a control freak. Okay, well we can call it that. But like, I have absolutely no little to no control over Sammy. Like, I mean, I, I think I can have the illusion of control, call it discipline or, you know, whatever, but like. Well, I think for, you have false senses of control. Right. I, I think what happens is something happens and, and just by chance it goes your way and you're like, oh, I got this. And then five minutes later, you're like, wait, wh- what? What just happened? Yeah. It's and like, not and you're completely like in a tailspin because now he's lost his marbles and you're like, but we were doing so great there for like three minutes. Yeah, and, and then it it's gone. It shifts on a dime, yeah. and you're just going, "What is happening right now?" I thought everything was cool. It's not. So anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up and just say, yeah, I don't know. Parenting is a, a really strange beast. All of, well, everybody out there gets it, whether you have a child or not. It's it's a weird deal. You know it. You've been around it. Um, you've been on the child side of it at least for sure. Um, but the adventure continues, as always. So there you go. That's all for now. Parenting 101. Yeah. Stick with us. Yeah.